Hey, what's up? It's Abby, your friendly neighborhood conspiracy theorist. Oh, I said it right that time. I recorded this like six times. Um, I'm back for rousing, I believe, 23rd episode of 5-Minute Conspiracies. And this week we'll touch on a few examples of ancient aliens. Um, before we do that, I just want to give you guys all a huge thank you for listening. I know I say this every week, but like seriously, if people didn't listen to this, I mean, what would be the point, right? <laughs> um... And, uh, yeah, so thank you. I also want to give a huge shout out to Anchor for making it so easy to podcast. I'm literally sitting outside at my work, so you probably hear birds and things, so I apologize for the background noise, but, um, it makes it so easy. I can podcast right from my phone and that's crazy to me. Um, so shouts out to Anchor. If you ever want to start a podcast and you you don't even know where to start, start with Anchor and they make it super easy. Um, Let's see here. You can find our Facebook page and group, 5-Minute Conspiracies, if you search it. And our Twitter is at 5-Min-Consp. <laughs> so that's at the number 5-M-I-N-C-O-N-S-P. Um, send me your theories and send me conspiracy theories that got you started, conspiracy theories from your hometown. Um, I'm pulling together a mailbag episode. And let me know your first name and where you're from. So I can give you credit. I'm working on t-shirts. No estimated date, but I'll let you know when I know. And, uh, yeah, I cannot believe we've hit a year already with five minute conspiracies. I know I took a big old long break, but this time last year I launched my first episode. What the fuck? So thanks for sticking through, through all of my ups and downs with trying to learn how to record and sound issues. Um, and shouts out to anchor again for making it super duper easy for me. So, let's start talking about ancient aliens, right? Oh, shoot, I forgot. Okay, um, we have a website, www.5minuteconspiracies.com. So there you can find all my contact info, how to get to our Facebook page and Twitter, and um, any extras we've uploaded, like blogs and stuff. When I say we, I mean me, it's a one-man show. (laughs) Um, But real quick, if I could ask a favor you would be doing me a huge solid if you could subscribe wherever you listen to us at if you could subscribe there or follow or like or whatever um and then even better would be sending us a rating if there's a rating system on whatever platform you listen to us through um that would just help boost five minute conspiracies a little bit uh share it with your conspiracy friends if you've got any um if you haven't outed yourself yet, then don't worry about it. But I would be hugely grateful. I would love to get a good following going where we could have awesome chats in our Facebook group and things like that. So um, liking, rating, subscribing, whatever uh, would be like just ginormous. Because I'm trying to do this where I could eventually hopefully get sponsors. I don't want to go the Patreon route because I don't I want to keep this free for you for as long as possible. So, um, just giving us a boost would be like fantastic. Thanks guys. Okay. Let me find my notes. Uh, (laughs) you guys hear the birds in the background? All right. So ancient aliens, I started watching history channels, ancient aliens. I actually went to the library and read a book called we are not alone. Why we have already found extraterrestrial life. I can't pronounce the author's name. Sorry. Um, I listened to a little bit of Science and Futurism with Isaac Arthur, I think is his last name. I can't read my own handwriting. Um, 
So kind of here's what I pulled together. Uh, you know, all the way back to the last quarter of the 19th century, um, astronomers like Italian Giovanni Schnapparelli, uh, fuck, were looking at other planets for signs of life, especially Mars. Um, Giovanni, all the way back then, saw what we assumed were one-time water paths like streams and rivers. So we've always been kind of looking for signs of life. Um, uh, Martian fever really began with Lowell's claiming Mars was once an alien home, stirring up the public. This is shown in popular culture. But things like popular radio dramatization of the world of wars, war of worlds, yeah, we're going to go with that, the war of worlds in the early 1900s. The idea of smart extraterrestrials was something many people wanted to believe in. Um, many, uh, what people didn't know is that there are theories that we may have already been contacted by aliens. Now, uh, we think, if you look at uh, tech, the amazing things that the ancient civilizations built, um, the pyramids, Stonehenge, Easter Island, Moai heads, I don't know how to pronounce it, um, what am I missing, you know, the Aztecs, the Mayans, the Incas, all these different crazy things that they built, and yes, the, the materials they used were primitive, but a lot of their techniques, um, were, were very advanced for those times, uh, it, they just seemed really advanced, and not to say they could not have come up with it by themselves, but the idea is that what if they were contacted by aliens and given the, the you know, pulley lever system, all that kind of stuff. Um, listening to that podcast I mentioned, there are some different theories. Uh, aliens are here in secret. That would be like UFOs. They came in ancient times, like we're talking about. Um, they're here, but they we can't tell because they're among us. They blend in. Or that we are aliens. Um, possibly we could be a leftover colony. They came to Earth a long time ago, and we are the result of that. Um, he did mention that uh, the last one's probably not, probably not because DNA kind of shows we all came from the same place, which is theory of the primordial ooze, basically. Um but I don't see why they could not have contacted us in the ancient times. Uh, so there were a couple examples. Um, the one I want to touch on today is the Saqqara bird. And it's right at the beginning of um, Ancient Aliens, but it definitely stuck out to me. So the Saqqara bird is this wooden, what looks like a bird figure. If you, It's a S-A-Q-Q-A-R-A bird. Um, they found it in Ancient Aliens. Egypt, it looked like a bird on a stick, basically. It's made out of wood. Um, but upon closer inspection, if you look at a picture of it, and I'm going to try to, when I get a chance, if I can remember to put a picture up on the website um, and the blog, uh, the bird has, instead of a tail, it looks like a rudder on the back. So it's not, it's not per perpendicular to the ground. It's, no, it's perpendicular to the ground. It's not parallel to the ground kind of thing. So it's up and down. What is that? Uh, vertical? <laughs> it's vertical, not horizontal. I think that's what I was looking for. Um, which is super interesting because birds don't need rudders. Uh, and somebody actually took the specs of this bird and blew it up larger to a larger scale. And they put it in like a wind tunnel, basically. And upon, you know, doing some scientific calculations and all that, um, 
they basically said this bird could, or this bird shape could, you know, the aerodynamics, all of it is perfect for flight. And so it makes you wonder, were they testing out things for flight? Uh, it's probably some sort of, basically you could slingshot it and it would probably float. Um, we have certain aircrafts that do that today. And, and I don't know, it's just, it's interesting that these ideas, while very primitive in their design, are technologically flight sound, you know, like they, they would work. They're just made out of very primitive things. Were they working on how to fly or had they figured it out already? Um, another one is Puma Punka, I think is what the t place is called, South America. They have these amazing carved stones. They look like H's and all different patterns and things, but they had a stonemasonry come out and basically say today we use machines to make these cuts like these are very difficult to do by hand and obviously they probably did them by hand or they developed certain tools to be able to make these cuts into stone and it's just it's incredible to look at um and they're apparently they're very sharp like the edges are very clean um i don't know i it's it's interesting to me i'm not saying they couldn't have developed these themselves but the advanced technology or the advanced ideas that they had with these technology the technology they had back then uh it's it leads into the theory that um a lot of our technological advances in humankind have kind of almost matched up to supposed alien visits uh, could the, there be aliens dropping down by every now and then saying, all right, here, we'll give you another little boost because you guys have slowed down, you know, um, which is another thing I believe with the Roswell idea was another technology, technology boom. I'm pretty sure it was that time. I'll have to look it up, but it's a, it's a theory I really enjoy thinking about <laughs> is could aliens be, you know, giving us some, some plans because they feel bad for us. I don't know. Uh, anyway, so that was a very brief ancient aliens. Uh, thank you again for listening. <laughs> I, I really appreciate you guys. And I will see you next week for our next episode of 5-Minute Conspiracies. This is Abby, human, not reptilian. I'm working on some shirts, and I think that's going to be on one of them. I love you guys, and I'll see you next week. <laughs>